Hello and welcome to a fan critical special. Uh, we have been allowed the ladies of the podcast to do a podcast specifically on Christmas films as we come into December to bring you all a little bit of festive joy. Hello. So as you know, we often do a Christmas special. Uh, we love a Christmas movie. Everyone knows my favourite's Die Hard because it is a Christmas film. Set um, at Christmas. It's set at Christmas. It's a Christmas film. Pretty sure mm-hmm. one of the lethal weapons is also a Christmas film for that reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but I have a secret love. My secret love is terrible, romantic, Hallmark-esque Christmas movies. And that love is shared by the delightful yes. Lucy. Yes. Um, Lucy, can you tell our listeners, before we start talking about some things we may have seen or would recommend, uh, what it is that makes a Hallmark-esque Christmas movie so special? I think it's the comforting knowledge that everything's going to work out the way it has to. Um, It's the fact that, you know, they're obviously filmed mid-spring and it's not cold at all, but everyone's wearing big coats trying to look cold. Um, There's fake snow everywhere. I just love the... There's usually someone that doesn't believe in Christmas and needs to be shown the true magic of Christmas. It's comforting. It is undemanding. And it's just... At the worst, the better, in my mind. People talk about these films and say they're not very good. I'm like, well, yeah, what do you want? If you want a good film, go and watch one. This is not about good films. This is about nope. a certain feeling that can only come from Hallmark Christmas movies or, in the case of what I've been watching, Netflix, which have really branched out into crap, but I want to watch them, Christmas films. And, you know, that's why I'm so excited to talk to you about this today, Lucy. I mean, there is something so delightful about the nonsense that is a corny Hallmark-esque, Channel 5-esque, Netflix-esque apparently. you know what? You watch enough of them and the same people, the same characters, the same actors, actresses appear. And actually, I think one of the, our bonding moments, um, Emma, many moons Mm. ago, um, I stayed over yours after a boozy night and hung over in the morning. You made me waffles, egg and cheese. Oh, yeah. We watched a Hallmark film and you cried. I did cry. I can't remember what one it was called. It had Gretchen Wieners from Mean Girls in it and she was an advertising exec that had a good idea about Christmas and I actually think Santa might have made her wish come true or that could be one of the other ones I watched. But I mean, who yeah. knows? There are some tropes here. That they are love. all the same. Uh, there was also one that we watched that same day uh, about a librarian who didn't really love Christmas until she fell in love and remembered oh, the joy yes. of Christmas. That was oh, good. Oh yeah, and they had a nice, they had a nice shop. Was it? That yeah. Bookshop? Yeah, yeah. Lovely bookshop. It's delightful, isn't it? You gotta love it. I mean, we're not gonna say that we don't love all your traditional Christmas films. Muppets Christmas Carol, Home Alone. The good ones are very good. Yeah. Love actually, still watch that every year. Yeah. Um, and that is that same storyline, you know. There's somebody who was all a bit grinchy, doesn't really believe in love, you know, and then they're turned around by an adorable child singing in a Christmas play, the Nativity, and then love is all around. Shall we say? I mean, it's it's questionable watching it now, but I don't care because, you know, 2004 was a different time and we have to just accept that, okay? Certain Indeed. things were acceptable then that now we look down on, but, you know, let's not judge that film by our standards today. Let's just watch it and pretend that we don't notice. That's what I, I say. That is the best way to go about it. Um, now, Lucy, tell me, what is the most recent corny Christmas movie that you've watched that's brought a tear to your eye and joy to your soul well actually um one that I actually did feel a little bit like emotional about at the end was 
Um, Netflix one, actually, not Hallmark. I've watched a few Hallmark, but they are so similar that I couldn't pick any of them out of the lineup, really. Um, so the one I, I've watched three recently, actually, because we are getting our floor done downstairs. So every item oh. of furniture from downstairs is upstairs and we have to live in our bed. So I've watched a lot of films in bed from about half past seven at night. So um, the film that I'm referring to, first and foremost, is called Single All The Way. And oh. it is a gay Christmas film, finally. This is what the people what? have been waiting for. So gay Christmas film. And it also stars my personal favourite actress in the world, Jennifer Coolidge, who she's just really? funny. Yes, as a drunk aunt. And I wish she was my drunk aunt because she's fantastic. And it also has um, Jocelyn from Schitt's Creek in it. And one of the witches, I want to say Mary from Hocus Pocus. That is, and I mean, that's a hell of a cast. Ugly Betty, you know, the sort of gay assistant. Mm-hmm. So the synopsis of this is, I'm going to get it up on Tinternet. Even though I've watched it, but I, I can't remember anyone's names. Da, 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 da. So... Synopsis. Desperate to avoid his family's judgment about his perpetual single status, Peter convinces his best friend Nick to join him for the holidays and pretend they're now in a relationship. So it doesn't pan out quite how you might think in the... I mean, I don't, I don't know if people want spoilers or not. Should I do mild spoilers? I think you can minor spoil, yeah. Spoiler warning, okay. but minor spoil, so, yeah. He goes, he goes back home with Nick, um, and what I quite like about the film is that there's no, like, oh, I have to hide I'm gay. There's nothing like that. Everyone's, like, happy that he's gay. Everyone's really accepting, which is nice because no one wants homophobia at Christmas. No one wants it any time of year, but it has no place in the Christmas film or life in general. So she, he goes home with Nick. Um, Nick very quickly, that's his best friend, is like, we're not doing this. I'm not going to pretend I'm going out with you. Like, I'm not going to lie to your family for 10 days. Fair enough. And mum wants to set him up with some handsome guy from the gym. And he's like, I don't really want to Go do on, that. Go on, mum. But then meets handsome guy from gym. He's really handsome. And he, I looked him up, he's been in loads of Christmas films. So he's got one of those generic nice faces. Um, but you can probably predict what happens in that. Is there love? Peter and Nick fall, Peter and Nick fall in love. But the way it's all done is actually really sweet. And by the end, I was quite like, I think these films always start and they're quite oh, stilted and the chemistry wasn't quite there for me. And there's a few good set pieces. There is a sing-along dance routine to the Britney Christmas hit, Santa Can You Hear Me, which I love. Yes. Or is it called My Only Wish This Year? I don't know. Um, yeah, and, and the guy, so Michael Yuri from Ugly Betty plays, what's his name? I literally have just said his name and I've watched the film. Peter, Nick. Peter, Peter or Nick. Okay, he plays Peter. And Nick is played by Philemon chambers i think is how you say it and he is really charming i've not seen him in anything else but i really enjoyed his presence and sort of when he's on screen and he's getting on with the family i'm like oh you're nice and yeah jennifer coolidge just steals every scene she's in i'm so um, desperate to ask how she was because she can, can't be anything other than fabulous and in a christmas up, movie yeah a christmas pageant for all the kids in the family and she's just so like hilarious and demanding and just so funny like i would i would recommend it and you know what something that we both share that we love about films it's quite short i think it's about an hour and 40 minutes oh my so, god that's delightful yeah i really i like that out of the three i watched recently that would be my top pick Ooh, interesting i think that might be on my list for uh 
the next time. So my other half does night shifts twice a week, which is great because it means I can watch whatever I want on Netflix. Always a bonus, yeah. I can cry at Christmas films <laughs> and nobody else has to see it. Uh, so maybe that's on my agenda for the next night shift. I um, would recommend it, yeah. I think it was, I liked it. So if you could bloob that film, Lucy, um, and bearing in mind that bloobs aren't always about how masterfully it's yeah. the cinematography is or how wonderful the acting is. It might just be about the way it makes you feel. How many Christmas bloobles would you give it? We That's could my... do cranberries. Are they a bit more Christmassy or are yeah. you allowed to deviate? Well, three, I'd say three blueberries slash cranberries. It's like just good. It's just good. It's just, it's good, just fun. good. It's not That's a solid taxing. Um, yeah, it's got some good things um, going for it. Good soundtrack. Yeah, I liked it. I like the fact that A, it's got... Uh, Two men falling in love, which I think is beautiful. Yeah. Any time of year, but you don't very Why often not? get it. Secondly, there's a dance routine and a sing-along. I mean, how how could you not love that? Mm. And three, love Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. I mean, she's she's ticking all my boxes. She is... I just love her. Is she acting? Who knows? Has she just turned up and that's what's come out? Probably, but she's great. I mean, if that's the case, she's even more wonderful, right? Um. Okay. So I I rewatched last week something that you recommended to me last year, Lucy, uh, which is a film called Christmas Wonderland. Oh, is this the one with the painter? Yeah, How? it is. I remember. Oh, I love it. Hayley Joel Osment's sister. So, Oh, is it? Oh, uh, yeah. The, the lead. Emily What's Osment. What's her name? Emily, that's the one. Mm-hmm. So, um... I'll give you a brief synopsis and then we can talk about how beautiful this film is. So Heidi, who initially left her small town of Pleasant Valley with the dream of one day becoming a successful painter, has put her own art on hold to excel as an art gallery curator. And I'm adding, in the big city. Uh, Now, a week before the gallery's big Christmas party, she must return home to watch her niece and nephew. She comes face to face with her high school love, Chris, now a teacher, who is in over his head after he must find a new last minute location for the Christmas dance. (gasps) Um, Peril. Cue Heidi offering to help. Uh, Some very awkward moments. A perfect setting for a dance that happens, I think, when they break down on a road somewhere and then they find this amazing barn. Yeah, the barn. Oh, so good. They decorate it amazingly. It's, I mean, it's a barn just for Christmas. It's like Santa dropped it there. Um, and then, you know, there's lots of decorating. There's a mural and, you know, as sparks start to fly, as Heidi thinks that she might not want to go back to the big city again. Um, and, uh, you know, big spoiler warning here, but um, they do fall in love and there's a lot of <sighs> romantic kisses. Kale's it's beautiful. Surprise. It's beautiful. You want to know my favourite part of this film that I've not forgotten? The painting that she paints that's supposed to be so good and it's literally the worst thing Oh my thing God. Ever. <laughs> well, it's so not the worst I, thing ever, but it's not It is art. terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> it's like, so bright. Why is it so bright? So there's... Where's every what, colour in it? <laughs> oh my God. So what's wonderful about this is she works in this really kind of very modern arty... High end, isn't it? Yeah, high end well. gallery in New York or, you know, fantasy New York. And, um, I, you know, her art is never up on the gallery walls because she's not quite good enough. And it, she's like lauded as this amazing painter. And then she does this one thing and everyone's like, oh my God, it's so amazing. The camera pans around. I immediately <laughs> picked up my phone and went, Lucy, what the fuck is this? It looked like something my four-year-old nephew does. It's paint by numbers type thing when you just put a blob of colour in each yeah, bit. It was paint by numbers. It was so bad. I mean, but- I haven't forgotten it. 
I will say that overall her decorative skills for the Christmas dance were yeah. spectacular. Stick to that, not the not the painting, love, because that's, you know, you know. If anything, she should have a career change to be a Christmas dance party planner slash decorator. Um, but I did, oh, I don't know, there's just something really adorable about it. And I think I, I like to... Uh, like in my own journey to some of these films, you know, I went and lived in the big city for 12 years. Last year, I moved home to the countryside. I don't live in Yorkshire. Don't know yeah, why I that was did that weird accent. Inclusion of accents. The countryside. In the uh, countryside. Re- reignited a, a young, you know, teenage love flame. Oh, uh, you really, you really yeah. are living the Hallmark life. I'm living the Hallmark life. And now I live with said flame. Um, and he's and a fireman so it's just a perfect and analogy. he's a firefighter like it's perfect I'm I've come home this. from the big city to the countryside fall in love with my old childhood sweetheart that's not quite how I describe the, our relationship you know close enough No, I am living the hallmark dream you are and it's Christmas now and maybe this is your first Christmas together uh, yeah <sighs> in our own house you just need yeah. a dance routine and a song like choreography and you know you're there pretty much or a snowball fight have not believed in christmas but now you do because of joe's love is that would you say that's the case i think i think that's definitely the case i didn't believe in christmas last year this year i believe in christmas yeah i believe in christmas so much just because of the festive love oh cozy nights in do you want to go out tonight darling no let's just stay definitely not Let's just watch Hallmark films because our life reflects them. I didn't realise, actually, I am living the Hallmark life. I'm so jealous. Have you opened a bakery recently that was going to get shut down by an evil conglomerate? Because that happens a lot, more than you think. But maybe I should. Or maybe I should start a market stall for, I don't know, one of my hidden creative talents uh, in the local... Candles. you could candles. candles. You could do candles. Candle. Uh, I make pretty boxes. Oh, there's scope here. I mean, another question I would have for you. Are you or have you ever been or is Joe royalty? Because there's a lot of princes in these films. Well, we have discovered that my stepmom is descended from Henry VIII. Oh, cool. I think a lot of us are. No offense, but. No, 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 no. But it's still good. Um, I might be descended from a pirate. Which one? Christmas pirate? Maybe a Christmas pirate. That could be it. I could be a Christmas pirate princess. See, I've not seen that yet. They've not done much in the way of Christmas piracy in these films. I think that could, you know... It's an idea we could pitch, isn't it? Um, Lucy, you just mentioned princes. Can you talk to me about some Christmas princey films? I believe there's a, a trilogy? I can't, ah, yeah, so, so you've had the Princess Switch, okay? I'm going to say 2019, I believe. Uh, Vanessa Hudgens, twice, which is, you know, the minimum amount of Vanessa Hudgens I want in any film. She's got to be in there at least twice. So she plays an English-accented princess of, uh, what's it called, Montanaro, not a real country, Um, and she's got a doppelganger who's like an American baker. That's the first film, and they switch and... I think the princess falls in love with her, with the American one's friend, and then she... Who does she fall in love with? Oh, there's another prince. There's a prince from Fitzrovia or some other made-up country. And then the second one, a third 
Vanessa Hudgens is entered and she's like the wild child, like it girl, made in Chelsea type. She's really fun. Um, I can't remember what she does. I think she tries to pose as the queen, something like that. And then this third one, Princess Switch 3, Romancing the Star, um, the the Vatican, no the less. The Vatican uh, is in yes, this Princess Switch yes. 3? immediately upon watching it happen so a cardinal i don't know if it's the vatican or if they call it the vatical because obviously nothing is real <laughs> um i might have to rewatch just for that but a cardinal comes and he is lending the star of peace to the people of montari i'm not even reading this i just remember this the people of um, montanaro and it was uh, it's like a priceless relic that was once owned by saint peter himself so the vatical you know you're not going to sue us the vatical has brought it to um montanaro for christmas and it gets stolen (gasps) like (gasps) really quickly and we we have no idea why um wait hold on are there four vanessa hudgenses in this only three but at one point they're all dressed up as the same one so the blonde one is fiona not a very um posh english name but uh she they're basically like, oh my God, how are we going to find this? The police are stumped. And rather than just letting the police do their work, they're like, oh, who would know about dodgy people? Oh, our wild child cousin, Fiona, get her around. So she turns up with this, yeah, like bad made in Chelsea accent, but I love it. She's having a lot of fun and she is gets she, in contact. Is she wearing a leather jacket? Because she's edgy? No, but she wears a lot of thigh high boots. Looking okay, very good. No, and blonde hair with version, roots. Yeah. And then she gets in touch with an old flame who is like, a poor man's Henry Golding. I said that to Aaron. He was like, I was just thinking that, like, not ha- not really that handsome, but, you know, that type of man who used to work for Interpol. I don't know why I'm doing the whole um, plot. But anyway, they- I'm really they, enjoying it. it. The focus is very much on Fiona, the, the British wild child, more than the others, which is good because they're quite boring. And this, Vanessa Hudgens has a lot of fun in this role, particularly. Um, and she, yeah, she had to do community service for her crimes in the last one. So she's in some nunnery. It's all filmed in Scotland, Stunning. So many lovely castles, real snow. Yeah. Filmed on location, looks really good, looks really authentic. Um, but the funniest thing is okay, so Star of Peace has been stolen, terrible. Um, was a relic, you know, St. Peter's. But I don't know if it's too much of a spoiler, but at one point, this priceless relic is just put on top of a Christmas tree, like the star on top of a Christmas tree. And it, it looks like a Christmas tree decoration. And, you know, <laughs> this was owned by a disciple of Christ, okay? And they've put it on top of a Christmas tree, which is hilarious to me. But I enjoyed it. I did fall asleep, but that's because I was in bed because I don't have a downstairs at the moment. Um, it's not the film's fault. My one criticism, well, there's probably more than one. A criticism? I, find, I don't know if you find this with films, Christmas films, when they're actually quite good and actually have quite a decent plot, they're not very Christmassy. This film is set at Christmas, okay? There's lots of trees, you know, St. Peter's Relic is on top of a tree. It's not very festive, it's not very Christmassy because it's got like a heist plot where they have to go and try and steal the star back, you know? A bit like Ocean's Eleven, but... It's like sort of Love Actually crossed with Taken. You could say that. There's less sex trafficking. I mean, there's none, to be honest. Um, It's sort of like Ocean's Eleven crossed with The Christmas Prince. I enjoyed it and I think Vanessa Hudgens in this the role of the yeah the wild child it girl crazy chick is really good and she is obviously having a lot of fun the other characters the other two Hudgens are quite 
meh in comparison. So they don't have much screen time, which is good. So I really enjoyed it. Um, more Christmas films should involve royalty from made-up countries, in my opinion. Film yep. everything in Scotland because it's gorgeous. Um, Vanessa Hudgens, next one I want at least four minimum. There needs to be another one somewhere. Um, there's a there's a scene where she tangos with herself. Like, how? That's not an innuendo. What? She, t- she tangos with herself. It's really good. That, I mean, that's impressive. It is. Um, I am only going to give it three, st- three blueberries slash cranberries slash stars of peace. Um, but I think, you know, for a shit Christmas film, that was really good. It's the best of the three, I'd say. Have you not seen them? No. Come on. Uh, I know. It's disgraceful, isn't it, really? It's like be not honest. seeing The Godfather. I would say trilogy. You should only see the first two, but come on. I mean, it's like we've all of a sudden fallen into, how the fuck have you not seen that Hallmark film? How the fuck film? have you not seen two Princess Bride? Princess, ooh, Princess Switches. Hey, I'm not Len. I have seen The Princess Bride multiple yeah. times. Oh, multiple that's times. quite. that could be quite a good segue, actually, if you don't mind me jumping in again. You go for it. I'm, re- I'm so, really enjoying your remembrance of plots. Yeah, I mean, I watched... This, yeah, the single all the way was better, but I couldn't really remember the names. So the last one, I was, it was actually the first one I watched, but the last one I'm going to talk about is called The Castle for Christmas. And it stars Brooke Shields and man like Kerry Elwes. How do you say his name? But he's in The Princess Bride. So I thought I would segue wow. into that. So I did, again, I fell asleep in this, but that was because I was in bed. Um, Brooke Shields, and it's good to see an older woman as the... Uh, yeah, protagonist, romantic interest. I mean, obviously she looks like Brooke Shields, so meh. Um, she's a very famous author whose last book, like in a in a really popular series, she killed off the like the main guy, like the love interest, and everyone's really angry. And people suspect that it's based on her failed relationship. Uh, she goes on the Drew Barrymore chat show, so Drew Barrymore pops up a bit. Quite funny. Um, and then I can't remember exactly why, but she's got like some ancestry in Scotland, as all the Yanks do, or Ireland. Um, so she goes back to this castle. I think it's called like Castle Dunbar. Um, and is met by a grumpy duke, played by Carrie Elwes with a creditable Scottish accent. Um, so she's getting to know the castle and she's sort of saying that she's going to buy it off him. And he's sort of like, you're not going to buy it, but if no one buys it, it's just going to fall into disrepair. One of them ones, you know, is, you know, you have these great estates, but you haven't got the money to upkeep them. And that's the problem with the landed gentry in this country. But hey-ho. Just... So Carrie Elwes is Grumpy Duke. She is sort of spirited yank. There's lots of locals in it that are quite fun and Scottish. Um, it's filmed in Scotland again. So gorgeous scenery. And you you might have guessed it. They fall in love. Seems to happen quite No. Because they hate each other. And then randomly start to be attracted to each other, which is weird. But, you know, two older stars in it. Lovely scenery. Um, she wears under quite a nice tartan ball dress, which she's just found. And I think belonged to either his dead mother or his dead wife. I'm like, why are you just putting on clothes that you find in a castle, Brooke? Come on. That sort of thing doesn't fly in the UK. We have manners. But it yeah. was it was probably the, the worst of the, the three that I watched. Because I did fall asleep and I, I you know... It's predictable, but it didn't even bother working too hard to convince me because I didn't feel like, like, why would they like each other? He's really grumpy. They didn't like each other and then suddenly they do. I know that love works in mysterious ways, but I need a little bit more interplay before the love happens. I mean, it does, but, you know, it shouldn't be 
full on, you know, predictable, should it? I'm I'm intrigued by the fact that we've got Brooke Shields in a film because I don't yes. remember the last time I've ever seen her in a film. No, I mean Genuinely. I can't think of any film she's in, but I know who she is. What films is she in? Or is she just beautiful and that's why we know her? I remember I her in Friends when she was crazy. Genuinely cannot think of a film. Oh, she's in Chalet Girl, which I have seen. Um, and yeah. And Hannah Montana, the movie, which I haven't seen. She plays Miley's mum in that. So that's cool. But anyway, really? yeah. Yeah. Oh, she was in Nip Tuck for a bit. But oh, yeah. yes, I remember in that. We're not. That was great, that series. There's not much, but she's just nice. Nice to look at. And she does look a bit like facelifty but maybe she's just got a good jaw you know who knows maybe but yeah sort of fine nice scenery i would say well <laughs> i mean scotland which who doesn't it's nice and lucy definitely does uh i also I do. do you know scotland i'd love great. to return oh return to the scotland to the highlands um speaking of returning i returned recently to an old childhood favorite christmas film um that I think possibly stands the test of time. Ooh. I have very, very fond memories of a film that came out, I think, when we were both small. Uh, and I'm just going to I'm gonna pull up the synopsis for you and see if you can guess it okay. uh, from said synopsis. Uh, I'm not going to tell you who stars in it, because that will give it away. <clears throat> so the short synopsis on IMDb is this. A lawyer and a little girl must prove that a man claiming to be Santa Claus oh, is yeah. the real thing. Of course. This is an absolute classic. It Miracle, is, of course. Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah. The, ori- the original or the remake? Uh, well, obviously the one with Matilda and Richard Attenborough, because how could you not love it? And I'll be honest, it was one of the most joyful, like, two hours I've spent in years because it was nostalgic. I mean, it was sad because, you know, Richard Attenborough. Mm, um, Is he dead? And... Yes. Yes, he died in 2014. It was oh. tragic. Well, was it? Because he would have been old. He was 90. It's not tragic, I'm sorry. Like, good innings, well done, Dickie, but... I mean, he I did well. Tragic. He did very well. He, he did do well. His brother um, David's still alive, that's all I care about. Just protect David. Protect him. But there's something, it's just, it's very charming, you know, and it's got a modern twist. Obviously, Chris Kringle, uh, you know, we've got to prove he's the real Santa Claus. And Mara Wilson, who never really acted again after the mid-90s. No. Did she? I mean, no, she, I mean, she basically nailed, nailed her career as Matilda and the little girl in Miracle on 34th Street. And, I, cause sometimes and Mrs. I'm a, Doubtfire. Oh, uh, yeah. Sometimes I'm a bit, uh, cautious about going back and watching things I loved as a child because I, I I sort of feel like 30 years later may they have been ruined by the fact that we have maybe a clearer vision on what is right and wrong in the world yes. um, but I didn't feel like this was a problem I just it was adorable Richard Attenborough was he's perfect as Chris yeah. Kringle Santa Claus he's all cuddly and the beard is amazing cheerful and Oh, it's just, it's beautiful. And I, I will say, if you feel like a real nostalgic Christmas movie, moving away from the Hallmarks, it is 100% Always. worth going back to see it. Um, so I've been doing, for Christmas, I do Christmas hampers uh, because I don't know what to buy adults anymore. 
No. So I just oh, I, I make I make stuff, and um, for some reason I decided I would make boxes to hold things in. Very unimportant for the podcast, <clears throat> unless we're you know starting doing crafting critical. Uh, but I that took that. a long time, and that's why I put on Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, and it just brought me so much unbelievable gentle joy. That is lovely. I do think there is something just so comforting about 90s films. I've watched, not Christmassy, but like a lot of 90s rom-coms recently because there's just something very... You can't beat snug, them. Reassuring, snuggly and comforting about them. Um, I actually, I don't know if you ever had this VHS. We had Disney's Very Merry Christmas songs when we were young and we watched it all the time. Um so I was like, oh, I wonder if we can find it. It's not on Disney Plus, which is a bit of a, a jip, but you can find it on YouTube. So I was like, I'm going to watch it with my little daughter. And she loved it. And now she's like, Mickey Mouse, Jingle Bells. She wants to watch it. Sometimes I put oh, it on. Oh, that's too like, cute. No. But yeah, I felt so, such a nice moment. Like I grew up loving this, um, D, well, VHS. And now she watches it. But in my mind, it was like, you know, feature length. It's about 27 minutes long. So it's not as long is as I remember. Is that all it is? Yeah, it's really short. I remember that being, maybe it just played on repeat. Like I remember I that think, going on for hours. We, yeah, probably just had a, a loop. And yeah, all like the little characters in the background. It's just really sweet and like cute songs. And yeah, I loved it. I'm still going to watch it throughout. But yeah, that was another little nostalgic memory moment for me too. I think there's something really magical about Christmas time. Um, although I, I, and our listeners, I also, I work with a lot of Americans, um, and I have a post-it on my computer that says the word holidays, because it's not Christmas, it's the holiday season. Holidays Um, are coming. Holidays are coming. Holidays are coming. I don't think I've Uh, even seen that advert yet, so is it even Christmas without that advert? That's a very good point. Where's the Coca-Cola truck? I love how Coca-Cola have just co-opted Christmas, because... What is Christmassy about Coca-Cola? Nothing. But somehow that advert is like the onset of the holidays, as they say. It's crazy. Well done. Good marketing. Excellent marketing. And that advert's been going without any changes for about 40 years. Yeah. Long may it Definitely. Ah, uh, may it indeed. I feel very festive, Lucy. Um, If you could recommend one film to me to watch, Lucy, to get me in the hallmark Christmas spirit, what would it be? Ooh, out of them three or another one? I've, you know what? I'm going to look back to last year. I actually watched a really good one. I can't remember the name, but I think if you Google the synopsis, there was it's a woman, the actress um, is a wheelchair user and it never is really mentioned. In, it's not like a, a point of trauma. Excellent. Yeah, very good. And she is an author who go, goes back to her, I think her uncle's cabin. Um, and... I don't understand. I can't really remember why or how it worked, but the, the she meets a guy there that basically looks exactly like the guy that is on the cover of her romance stories. So um, I'm getting I'm getting misery vibes here. So <laughs> I mean, you could say that it it doesn't end like that. Um, <laughs> I really hope it ends in romance, Luce. It does, but it's yeah. She goes back to her uncle's cabin. Um, I think her parents died or something. There's, there's usually some tragedy, isn't there? And she sort of falls in love with him, and I think she thinks he's really familiar. And then she's like, "Oh my god, it's the same guy from the cover of my um books." But I can't remember what, what how that comes about. But I would recommend that just off the top of my bonds. And I watched another one recently on Channel 5. Again, they all have the same name. So it's like Christmas in something. But it's two real estate agents. Oh. Yeah. 
that's a little bit different, who are both fighting to sell this lovely old hotel in Christmas thing. But the owners are like, you have to stay here with us and we'll decide who gets the listing, which is a really weird way of doing it. But he's Australian and quite annoying. And she's American and not as attractive as him. Not being rude, but he's quite, you know, generically attractive. Um, And they fall in love. But out of the three I mentioned, I would recommend Single All The Way. Brilliant. Well, I've got my entire weekend planned now. uh, Yeah, I want to know what you think when you watch it. Super excited. And anyone listening, if you have a recommendation for Lucy or I, Lucy's probably watched all of them. I'm Um, going to. I want uh, to watch. And will. I think it's called Love Hard. That's apparently yes. a Christmas film. But I haven't got around to it, it yet. Is. By the way. It is. Do you it's find though, list. you watch all these crud ones and then you're like, when am I going to actually watch the good ones? When will I start watching Home Alone and Elf and, you know, um, Muppets? I need to, you know, get on that. It's not really Christmas so you've done the Muppets Christmas Carol, is oh, it? Oh, that's the absolute pinnacle of Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, I think we'll be planning a Muppets Christmas Carol night in our house. Uh, so Aaron doesn't have, really like, has no interest. Christmas has never had never watched it until last year. I was like, I feel like you're ruining my Christmases by just not acknowledging the Muppets. But I will change that, and it will become a family tradition. Absolutely, that is the way it should be. Well, listeners, any recommendations that you have, please let us know on any of our social media channels. If you're listening to us, you know what they are: Instagram, Twitter, the Facebook. Uh, etc um, I really look forward to some random recommendations yeah actually I'm always I reckon up for a new there's... Christmas film yeah it's probably loads that we haven't also, watched also I was going to say another one that I really liked oh, you may have seen oh, it she's got more it's Netflix but it's animated Klaus I have not it's so good it was out last year I'm actually going to watch it again this year I think it's Spanish a Spanish animation um, really Ooh. really good very good so international christmas animation yes you know, all the all the voice acting is american obviously but i believe the director and the production was spanish oh sorry interesting. to keep interrupting but i keep remembering other films i've seen <clears throat> no thoroughly enjoying it lucy your, your repertoire of christmas movies is is Unmatched. quite stunning <laughs> Unrivaled. i'm like i'm just so busy all the time like but you've watched all these films like yes busy watching films yes busy falling asleep watching films but about podcast. christmas it's December. That's my um, life. Lucy, any other honourable mentions? Um, or if, have we exhausted your repertoire of Christmas m- movies? I quite like the. There's a series now of like Christmas in Vienna. You know, there's a few of them sort of ones. Christmas in European countries. There was a Christmas in Rome one, which I didn't watch it all. I might try and catch it. Um, you know. Did they visit the Vatican? The Vatican. For the Star of Peace, which is just used as a, you know, as Standard a Christmas decoration. decoration. It's like, get the right. Shroud of Turin and use it as tinsel. Okay, yes, that's a good yeah. idea. <laughs> good God. I know. The blasphemy. <laughs> uh, so, was that Americans in Europe for Christmas falling yeah, in love? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah. know if they fall in love with other Europeans. I think Christmas in Vienna, she does. Christmas in Rome, the guy looked American to me. Like, meh. Get a nice Italian in there, come on. Okay, now I'll add them to my list. By the time we get around to January, we'll be doing a kind of Christmas Hallmark movie recap, just the two of yeah, us, for like yeah. three hours. Yeah, not even record it. We're just going to need to um, discuss just for them fun. at length. We will, in depth. Um, well, thank you, Lucy. This has been a, a festive joy uh, talking to you about romantic 
corny Hallmark-esque films. Uh, who knew Netflix were venturing into that area? I feel but like, well done. Do you think one day you'll get like a Christmas film that has like sex in it? You know, you fall no. in love at Christmas, you have sex. No, no, okay, that's it's just just that's me not how that, it works. That might happen. I don't well, want to be that progressive. I just, well, you know, take it easy. There's never Calm any passion. Down. It's just love. It's romance, Lucy. I suppose it is the season. Tis the season for romance. Um, on an entirely different topic, next week you will be getting the lads chatting about Spider-Man. Hashtag lads. Hashtag lads. Uh, so enjoy the festivities here because I doubt you'll get anywhere near the level of joy we've had in the last or 40 detail. minutes. Or detail, as you will with them. Um, but we will be back soon with another episode of Something Old, Something New. It's all uh, and be maybe Christmas a Christmas films. recap. <laughs> yeah. It is all going to be Christmas uh, films. We've I've essentially done that. I've watched the 80th time. Let's discuss it. <laughs> I well. watched Die Hard seven times in December <laughs> and it was still as good as the first time I ever saw it. Um, Let's do it. But if you don't hear our dulcet tones beforehand, we wish you all a very happy holidays and a merry, merry Christmas. Stay safe warm and don't forget to leave the city go back to your small town and find love do it while you can thanks everybody thanks lucy thank you for hosting you're welcome and we'll see you all soon bye Bye. merry christmas merry christmas